Hello and welcome to the Sexy Scoop. My name is Abby Taken and I am a sex and relationship coach and mom of two. I'm here to give you the scoop on how to unlock the sexy mother within. Each week I'll be giving you my hot take, getting the mouth perspective from my husband Joey and connecting you to everyday mums and professionals to give you the tools to take up space in your life and make sex fun again. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Sexy Scoop. So today I'm joined by my husband, Joey. Um, We have tried to record this podcast episode for probably about six weeks now. Um, And between work and kids and school holidays, it just hasn't happened. So we've sat down now. Um, As soon as we sat down, our neighbor's dog started frantically barking. So... We're just going to just accept it and just roll with it. Um, so if you hear dogs barking, I'm sorry. Just try and ignore them. Um, I don't have the high-class podcasting studio of my dreams just yet. Um, but anyway, so we thought we'd just kind of hang out and have a bit of a chat, um, ask each other some icebreaker kind of questions so you guys can get to know Joey a little bit better. Um, and this is going to be just a really kind of fun, lighthearted episode. We are going to do some more deep dives in future episodes. One that I'm particularly looking forward to is talking about Joey's vasectomy, because that seems to be a topic that is quite contentious between couples um, and something people don't really know a lot about. Um, but anyway, I've got Joey here. Hey, everyone. Um, why don't you start just by telling everyone just a little bit about yourself, mate? Sure thing. Um, yeah, I'm Joey, um, Abby's husband. It's probably a good way to start. Um, what about me? Um, yeah, not much. Just a regular dude. Like doing things that most dudes enjoy doing, building stuff, hanging out with mates, drinking beers. Um, as a career, I'm a professional firefighter with Fire and Rescue New South Wales. Um, before that I was a chef by trade, did that for 10 years. Um, by the end of it, hated it as most chefs will tell you. Um, what else? Yeah. Just a regular dude, really. Anything else you can think of about me? Just a regular dude. dude. Sick. (laughs) Um, so I think like lots of people are curious about you because they see me on Instagram being like really open about our sex life and, you know, talking about kind of intimate details of our relationships. And I do actually often get people being like, what does your like husband think of this? Like, you know, what does he think when you say these things or what does he think when you like, you know, talk about intimate details of your sex life? Um, so do you have kind of a reflection on that? Like, what do you think about (laughs) my chosen career path? No, I love it. It's, um, it's brought out the best in you, it's brought out a better side of me, um, and then forced me to do some work on myself as well, which has been great. Um, as far as sharing our sex life, um, it doesn't bother me at all. Ask the boys at my station. I'm always telling them, you know, not finer details of our sex life, but you know, I'm pretty open about you know our experiences and this and that, and I also try and share with them, you know, some other perspective. Um, I find it funny because I had a conversation one day with one of my mates on the phone, and we we're talking about this is when you first started, and he was like, "Oh, you know, can't share all that." I'm like, "Well, 
you know, what do you tell me what the three best things that you like to do in the world are? And he's like, oh, you know, drinking, having, you know, playing cricket because he's a cricket weirdo. Um, and the other one was having sex. I was like, so hang on, you can talk about the other two, but yet you can't talk about, you know, having sex. I don't know, it's just fine. It's a lot better to open up on the, uh, on the subject and just have fun with it because what's the point of sex if you can't have fun with it, eh? Yeah, and I think like especially kind of the stuff you tell me that you talk to your workmates and even our good friends because I found with me before I started, you know, the course that I was doing, I didn't really talk to my friends about sex. Um, we kind of did a little bit, but well, it no wasn't. No one talks about sex. No. <laughs> and so I feel like now that I do this, people, I always talk to my friends about sex. Like most of our conversations will have something to do with sex or their relationship. Um, and I know like, you know, the guys are like, especially when you get new guys into your crew at work and they're like, oh, you know, what does Abby do? And you start to tell them. I reckon my boss, I've just got a new boss and I reckon he thinks you're a sex work for the last six weeks. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with sex work. Talking about, you know, selling dildos and you know, all that kind of stuff. All the other two boys knew what was going on, but my boss had no idea. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, but I think it's like, I think it's great because, you know, I didn't, men don't really talk about sex either and I think even as like you know teens and 20 somethings it's all about like bravado oh 100 and so I don't want to say just teens even into like adulthood like old old men yes and oh how many sheilas did you bang so fuck I couldn't sorry you can say you were allowed to say um you know like trying to move past that you know which would be good like it still continues on with men Mm. not like the people not the men that I hang out with that's my specific choice because I don't want to hang around with dudes that talk like that but that definitely is still out there it's not just teens I reckon yeah yeah it's unfortunate but we'll see how we go yeah and I feel like it's kind of well I mean you've done a bit of work around you know your sexuality when I say sexuality I mean like how you view sex and all of that I don't mean like your sexual orientation but you've done some work around that yourself and I feel like even that has opened new conversations with your friends yeah 100% like um I did some work with good mate of mine or good mate now Tyron um if you look at him on Instagram I'm sure Abby's shared a lot with about him but yeah I'll pop his details in the show absolute legend still catch up with him still talk to him um but yeah I did a lot of work with that um especially after Abby's started working on herself because we kind of came to a a point where she kind of need to you know, tell me and it wasn't just to do with sex it was to do with you know my anger not anger issues but you know I'd, I'd lose my temper pretty quickly um so once you start delving into like you know a lot of those issues your, your sexual stuff does come up too which is which has been great working on that hmm. uh, don't know if I'm just babbling along but see how we yeah, it's really interesting yeah. this is the kind of stuff that people ask me a lot about yeah. um and especially I have a lot of clients and just women in general in my DMs on Instagram saying like when I talk about the fact that you've done like work on yourself, like, you know, they're like, I'm doing all of this stuff and my husband's just not interested in like self-development. He thinks he's fine. Like how do I get him to do that? The old, I think I'm fine. Yeah. No one's fine. No. Just for the- <laughs> um, you can. There's always work to be done, I think. Anyway, it just once you start, it just never ends. But um, yeah, no. So I think people would genuinely think that this is interesting, and you'll be surprised as to what comes up. Is what my biggest thing is. You know, you could think you're fine, and 
you know, I work work in emergency services. None of that I feel affects me. Like a lot of the work, I actually like really enjoy and quite love the work that I do, even how traumatic and hectic it is. So none of that came up. But then working with Tyron was actually more stuff to do with my dad that came up, um, issues with him, abandonment, that kind of stuff. Um, so you'd be surprised as to what can, can come up and it can only help you for the better. Yeah. Yeah. And I find the same with my clients. Like, you know, you have an issue currently to do with like mindset or something around sex or your body or something, but there's always, it always comes from something in childhood, 99% of the time. Anyway, it's like some underlying belief or some way you were treated in the past. And that's, what's kind of like triggering you to feel like that now. Oh, hundred percent. Even like Tyron used to always say to me, you know, it's, he always thought that the stress that I carried was like, I'll be open. I had some pretty, pretty bad uh, sexual performances for the, I don't know, the last year up until I started doing work with Tyron. No, that's, I'm not going to lie. But... It's unfair though. And again, I feel like this is really relevant because like in my mind, it wasn't that bad. I didn't not think that it was bad. No, not I great. Didn't... Not bad. It was, like I didn't think it was that bad, but on reflection, when you talk about it, like it really oh. I, affected you a lot more than I thought it did because it didn't really affect me hmm. that much, you know. I find that really interesting. Yeah, but then once I started working with Tyron, you start to work through those stresses and that kind of stuff, then you find it all comes back to affecting how you perform, whether that's sexually, mentally, physically, you know, in your job. So to all the men out there, 100%. Go do some work. Yeah, yeah. Just um take this back to the beginning and play it to your partners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, cool. So that's kind of a bit about your journey and my journey, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Within Quick my break, journey. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I did really push you into working with Tyron. Um, and I'm really glad that I did. Um, because yeah, like, you know, and you at the time, like, pretty much thought you were fine, I feel. Like, to a point, you were kind of like, well, I don't, I'm, like, good. Like, it's not great, but I'm good. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, there's, like I said, there's always kind of, like, work to be done and stuff like that. And, like, how do you think, because this is another question that I get quite a lot, is, like, how do you think that, like, our relationship has changed since, me and then you since we've started kind of doing this work on each other separately and then kind of coming together as a couple um well our communication is 100 percent way better than it was mm. um and even you've shared i've I, I even i listen to this podcast on my way to work sometimes um <laughs> number one listen <laughs> i just put on repeat and I get them numbers up <laughs> <laughs> um and what's going on with that communication um even you've said like you know our communication wasn't great you used to not communicate as to what you needed and then i'm thinking you know you're fine now we've gone we've actually worked past that and we even this morning you know i wasn't the best at getting the kids ready for school i probably should have done some stuff last night and just communicated well without you know you don't have to have a fight you don't have to get upset you don't have to take it to heart you just have a communication like a conversation about it and it just makes it so much better so that's the major thing that i've noticed is hmm. you know we can communicate properly and communicate as fucking adults for starters and um it just make i can tell you now it just makes your life so much easier you know i've talked to one of my other best mates about this you know communication with your wife or your partner is key 
Um, and he's even admitting, you know, he's got to work on that and he's been trying to do that as well, which hopefully is going to only end in the better for them. Um, but yeah, that's the major thing. Um, and yeah, you doing your work, obviously you've just said, push me to do my work, which yeah, has made me a better man, better, better dad, better husband. Mm. I feel, I mean, you can tell me otherwise if you want. I definitely agree with that. (laughs) But, um. Yeah, and oh, the other thing is also your um, how you've come out of your shell, which has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you used to be very not sure, I wouldn't say shy, but used to care. I feel like you used to care a lot what people think, which is the polar opposite to me. I couldn't give a flying fuck what people think of me. Um, but seeing you come out of your shell, being more positive, more open, um, has made you know your life better but also our sexual life better because now we're mm-hmm. we're open to more things we're talking about things that we want to try want to do you know we're not feeling awkward not that we've had like awkward sex but you know it's just like, like if you want, now if that you, we've tried <laughs> things, there are some awkward moments when you wanna, we don't you know, if you want to scream out you can scream out you know whatever it doesn't like you don't have to be shy or embarrassed about what happens in the bedroom mm. yeah no i definitely agree and like the yeah. communication thing it permeates like all aspects of the relationship. Like you just said, like, you know, yeah, this morning I just respectfully said like, this is how I feel about this situation. And you can do some reflecting on that and figure out how you want to integrate that into your life. But I didn't see much flow this morning. (laughs) Um, But then I'm also very open to being like, you know, this is the standard that you have of something and I'm not hitting that at the moment. Mm. Whereas like previously in our relationship this morning, I would have just like fumed and then like pushed it down and then just like being cranky all day. And Joey probably would have been like, oh, she's on a period, whatever. Cause I am. (laughs) And then actually that's, yeah. Well, that's actually another thing I'm like, I, you know, yesterday I snapped as well. And then I was like, oh, I'm like starting to bleed. So that kind of explains some of it, but also there were other issues. But yeah, our our communication is just more mature and it's mature on both our parts where like, I'm not constantly at you telling you that you're doing things wrong or that you need to change. I'm just giving you information as I and see outside it. outside look, I'd say. Yeah. And then, and you're also not getting like, because that was another issue is like, I would try and, guide I don't want to say nag but I would try and like you know get things to a point that I was happy with um and then you would get really defensive because you'd feel like I was attacking you Mm. and that's on both of us because I probably was coming across in a way that would feel like an attack and Joey was then getting defensive and not actually taking any of the information in so that's like a huge evolution Mm. just that conversation we had this morning which and by the way this wasn't something huge it was literally like the the containers from this kids lunches yesterday weren't washed up so then they had to be washed up this morning which i should have washed up last night and it added extra stress like (laughs) i'm not talking about like our relationship at breaking point like this was the thing right but it's these little things every day in your relationship where like if you if i just bit my tongue on that and then because i worked last night i'm working tonight if i bit my tongue on that and joey did the same behaviors tonight as he did last night then tomorrow I would probably, it would be another day of that. 
And then the third day I would just snap and blow up and he'd be like, what even was that? I don't even understand where that came from. Whereas as soon as I saw something that was going to affect me, make me resentful, I voiced it. And now he can do what he wants with that information. With that, like in, um, in the brigade, we use the analogy to talk about PTSD. I mean, you can kind of use it in the same way that, you know, your bucket gets filled up over time. Like you might not think that these jobs affect you. You might not think these traumatic effects, uh, events affect you. But over time, your bucket's going to fill and fill and fill and fill. If you keep bottling up the little things like the containers or the ironing that wasn't done this morning, it might not, like you're saying, might not seem like a little thing, but it will eventually get to a point. So by actually opening up and talking about it, you're emptying out the water out of your bucket and keeps it at a normal level. So you don't get these explosions and you don't get these outbursts over I don't know, a fleck of dust on the floor or something. Mm, I so love I think, that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I reckon that's great. Mm. And like then this affects like little resentments like this affect all parts of relationship because if I've got this like seething resentment living in me that I haven't expressed to you, there's no way I'm going to feel like having sex with you. <laughs> you know, like. Who doesn't want to get laid? Let's <laughs> be honest. See, this is a great one for the men. Ladies, just like send the link to them on their commute to work. Um, But yeah, like, and it's true. And I see this a lot with like people who think they have mismatched libido or people who, yeah, don't feel intimately connected with their partners. A lot of the time it's because there's no communication. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're resenting someone constantly and having this like seething undertones hanging out with them day in, day out, like you're not going to want to have anything to do with them, let alone like jump into bed with them, you know? I'll give you a tip. If you feel like your missus has got the shits with you, she probably does. does. And maybe just ask her. It could be a, it's a groundbreaking idea, but maybe asking what's wrong. Yeah. I feel like that goes both ways though, because in our previous life, like pre-self-development, you would have asked me if I was okay, but I oh, wouldn't 100%. have had the words to be yeah. able to tell you that. Well, that is 100% on there. What's it? Communication. Communication. Both ways. <laughs> Are you okay? No, I'm fine. Actually, in my head, I've got the shits because you didn't hang out the washing. Yeah. Okay? And it just like, it takes time to be able to get to a point where oh, you can do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like, yeah. I guess if you just start with little things, like, yeah. and even like, I remember when I first, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I remember when I first had Arlo, there was like, so, cause I'd read like so many articles and all of this stuff. And I knew like how to do everything based on what the internet told me to do. And Joey hadn't. And so there was like, I don't read. There was something like, you know, the huggies nappies and you need to take, you need to have like the frilly bit on the outside. Otherwise the poo doesn't get caught and it like explodes everywhere. And so rather than like, I felt like I'd been nagging you for days about every single thing, like how to hold him, how to do this, how to do that. And so I was like, oh, rather than being like naggy, I think I like sent you a photo or something. I was like, I saw this on the internet. This is like the best way to put the nappy on so that like the poo doesn't explode everywhere. Um, So like, and that was kind of the first way we started communicating. And that's how we first started talking about sex is I was sending you, I sent you videos and stuff from Layla, my teacher's YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, because I felt awkward and I didn't know how to like open the conversation or talk mm. about it. And so I just like, I saw like, she has amazing fun videos. I'll link her YouTube in the show notes. Cause it's amazing. Um, and I would just kind of like send you a video and be like, what do you like think about this? And then we'd like text about it because that was less like vulnerable and awkward for me rather than like, 
face-to-face conversation. Yeah. It's a good way to start. Yeah. Um, anyway, do you have anything else to say about communication or? No. No? Not really. Good? No. All right. So we have a few kind of icebreaker questions. Although, I don't know. I felt like that was a great chat. I don't know if we need these. No. It's, they're still fun. They're pretty fun. Um, so the first one, I'm going to open with something sexy because that's what you all want. Um, Joey, what's your favorite sex position? Hmm. I mean, all sex positions are good. Um, I'd have probably got my, I'll go into top two if that's all right. Because, uh, oh, I don't know. All right, I'll try and break okay. it down. <laughs> no, all right. All right. Favorite one is definitely reverse cowgirl. Yeah, that's my hundred percent standard because it's just it's just good time. Just, just good a good time. time. Great view. Yeah, that's my favorite too. Um, so another one: Who would play you in a movie about your life? Oh, that's <laughs> who you ask. <laughs> um, I don't know. You want someone. He's good looking. Oh, like come on now. <laughs> Unless you ask my best mates, but um I'm gonna go with old Jakey Gillenhall. Oh really? Yeah, good looking. Okay. Yeah, you know, bit serious at some times, but also can play the uh the uh the goofy character every now and then. So oh, that's a, you know, I was he plays, expecting that. Plays a good army army guy, which yeah, you know, I dabbled in the army for a few years. So yeah. Oh, Jakey. Jakey oh, Gillenhall. Okay, that's yep. a super. I wasn't expecting that one. I was just I was Obviously, thinking. Denzel was the next choice, but, you know, he's, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, that's, I don't a, think... that's a key reference to yeah. my best mates. Um, I was thinking with, like, how your hair is at the moment, like the, like, dude who plays Ragnar or something from Vikings. Oh, the Aussie dude. Is yeah, he Aussie, is he? Yeah, he I is. I didn't know that. Yeah, the big blue eyes. Yeah. yeah which would match mine. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, I changed. Maybe we'll go with him. <laughs> um, do you want me to answer these questions too? Yes. While we're here? Well, might as well. Might as well. Um, so who would play me in a movie about my life? I love Rachel Wilson. Is that the chick from the OC? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. And she's in One Tree Hill as well. Is that Rachel Wilson? Hang on. I need to Google. Maybe I've I don't think she's in, I've seen a lot of One Tree Hill and I don't think she's you're talking about Sophia Bush. No. I'm, One Tree Hill. Oh yeah. She looks like Rachel Wilson there. Yeah, kinda. Anyway, I think Rachel Wilson, because yeah. she's like short and a little bit quirky and has brown hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go with that. I'd go post the work that you've done with on yourself, maybe Zoe Deschanel, because she's yeah. just a lot out there and Sings a lot. So I know you better than you know yourself. Well, yeah, I love her. She'd have to wear contacts though, because unfortunately, I do not have her crazy blue eyes. This is true. Yeah, but um, family that doesn't have blue eyes. I actually like. I had a fringe for years and years, based on Zoe Deschanel's fringe. That was a goodie. Um, this this could be controversial. I don't know. I don't check your browser history. What's your most visited website? I reckon you could probably guess with one. I've got two that I constantly visit. And no, they're not Pornhub. And... Like Pornhub? I use a tablet for that. It's different. Um, There's an app. We'll see if, see if you can guess what my two 
most common. Oh, I reckon there's something to do with, I reckon YouTube, but it would be like YouTube Warhammer. Didn't think about that one, but yeah, probably. And then the other one is like that thing that you check as soon as you wake up that's like new Warhammer news. <laughs> well, that's the one I was thinking was Warhammer community. Just a side note, I um, I am a child at heart and I still play with little plastic soldiers on the tabletop. Do you want to, can you just give a oh, sorry, quick, hopefully. like what Warhammer is to people who've never heard of it? Because all of my friends are like, talk about this, but like, what even is it? Maybe you can post a photo of all my uh, my Warhammer in the oh, I have one a, day. Yeah. Um, Warhammer is a tabletop war game where you pitch your army against another opponent's army made up of little plastic soldiers that you build, paint, and use tactics and movement and shooting and pretty much just a war game. Um, Yeah, that's about it really. And just to give people an idea of the scale of this game, like how popular is Warhammer? So popular amongst nerds. nerds. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's like it's popular. They just no, like, no. I mean, like, like so. There's like, like this isn't just like you know you buy the board game and like play it. It's like it's like a religion almost. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's a community, I guess. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't yeah. say religion. Cu- cu- well, like the, I mean, you're devoted, you're devoted are, to it though. Like true. you're in your ear. Um. Yeah. Like it's not like obviously most people aren't going to know what I'm talking about, but it's as far as tabletop games go, it's pretty popular i guess yeah so like joey like plays in there's tournaments that you enter so you play people from like all around and then there's like state teams australia teams and there's like worldwide tournaments and i'm not that good let's just say that um yes it is best shot i do a for effort so yeah i'll probably say a warhammer website would be one and the other one probably nfl because I'm oh, a massive yeah. good iron nut. What are your two? Oh, my goodness. Does Instagram count? <laughs> well, your number the original question was actually like, what's your top three apps? But you don't do apps. No. So don't do apps. It's not don't relevant do to you. Um, I spend a lot of time on Instagram. Actual websites. I don't know. I spend a lot of time. This is so stupidly geeky but i spend a lot of time on the library website reserving books <laughs> and then checking whether my books are ready yet <laughs> what are we? um i don't i don't know i don't really know i think I, yours is probably even spread you don't yeah i think you spend a lot of time looking at just one website no i think it's like i spend a lot of time on instagram and then things catch my interest on instagram that leads me off instagram into mm. the internet yeah um yeah, so lots of like targeted like ads. Instagram, yeah, Shoppers Direct or something. That would well, be your website. That, sure. Yeah, that's pretty much is what I do. Targeted Instagram ads, um, influencers sharing shit I should buy and news articles, mm. opinion pieces. Mm. Um, I do also spend a lot of time on sex toy websites, but that's market research for all of you of out there. <laughs> um. What else have I got? Oh, what's your craziest travel story? No, I don't know now because we were talking about this yesterday and you're like, I've got a better one. It's like, Best one ever. I'm trying to think because we did a lot of traveling. And I don't know about like crazy, crazy <laughs> stories, but obviously it must be that. Does it involve me? You were there. Oh, okay. Um, so I wouldn't say it's crazy, but the most memorable one I have, and we always bring this up at um, like 
family dinners every like and by family like with Abby's family and stuff. It's like this one time I think we were in we we're in Europe. It was us two, Abby's brother, sister, mum, dad, and grandma, and we're trying to get on this train from fuck, I wouldn't even know Rome. No, no, we drove from Rome. Where well, somewhere I think it was going from Italy to somewhere. Anyway, so we're going to Switzerland. Switzerland. All right. So we're going somewhere in Italy to Milan, I think it was. Yeah. And then and up then... to Switzerland. All right. And you know, we've been traveling for a few months or maybe a month together by this stage. Oh no. No, no I guess it was at the start. Abby yeah. had been traveling for a few months. All right. Anyway, side so. Uh, all right. So Abby and I get on the train with our bags on our backs like normal people. And the family, no offense, starts fucking around <laughs> and just oh, we should go to this carriage. No, we should go to this carriage. Oh, should we put the bags on? And I could see Abby's dad getting frustrated and he's like, just getting <laughs> My get dad the bags. very chill. Like, right. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty good at picking up on Richard's, you know, <laughs> anger <laughs> levels when they pick up, which is real. I'll tell you a funny story after this. Um, oh, I think I might know what your story is, actually. No, it's it not the right doesn't. car. Okay, never mind. All right, so yeah, they're still fucking around. All right, so Abby and I start trying to haul these bags on. And then the doors just start closing. And it's not like in Australia where your doors start closing and you stick your hand in and it just stops. No, that shit will take your hand off if you need to. All right, so it just closes. We're on the train. The rest of the family's off the train. I'm pretty sure a third of the bags are on the train with us. <laughs> the other two-thirds are off the train. And I just remember looking up and seeing Abby's brother's face with big dinner plate eyeballs looking at us like, what the fuck do we do? And all we could do is just wave and off we went. We went off our way to Milan with everything. And then Abby's, I think dad was talking to someone in his best Italian being like bambino, bambino on the train, which is actually baby. baby. <laughs> and so these train guards are freaking out thinking there's a baby stuck on the train and that's just two, <laughs> just two homeless, homeless pricks on the train looking like. Anyway, that was my funny one. That's the most one I can remember. But we've done a lot of traveling, so I'm sure there's some other silly, crazy stories, which I'm sure Abby will share right now. Um, So just for some conducts on that. So me and my brother went traveling for three months, and then my family came over to join us, and Joey surprised me by coming with my family. And so we hadn't seen each other in, like, three months, and then we were stuck with my family for, like, a month. Um, And this was, like, two and a half weeks in, so tensions were high <laughs> between everyone by that stage um no so my story is from miami beach oh <laughs> that is one of the best ones i'm sure you were uh, gonna take it when i offered you this maybe question my memory. <laughs> so we went to miami <laughs> beach and we did not so we've done a lot of travel so we traveled in europe for like well, I traveled for six months, Joey traveled for two. We lived in Canada for two years. And while we are living in Canada, we did a huge American road trip from one side driving to the, the whole way around. Um, and we've also been to South America and Thailand and Vietnam. But um, so we're driving for like months. We find ourselves in Miami Beach. We had no idea of the timing, but it was actually spring break. So there was this huge amount of college students. Um, it was insane. We were staying in like dividing between like dorms and private rooms because we were traveling for so long and we we're still like youngish. I think we were like 25 when we were doing this. 
best young whippersnappers. Well, I mean, like when we were in Europe, we were just in dorms, like 50 bed dorms all the time. Yeah. Whereas like this was a couple of years later. So we were kind of like wanting more space. Um. Anyway, so we end up in this hostel on Miami Beach during like this spring break weekend. It's insane. Like streets are closed because there's just like college students everywhere. There's parties everywhere. It's nuts. Anyway, we're old now. We don't really like to party. So we kind of like just hung out at the beach and then hung out at the hostel and played cards and stuff. And um, so we go, we're in like, we've got a bunk bed, got all our stuff underneath the bunk bed. Um, Our whole dorm, I think it was like a 12 bed dorm is full of college students who go off and party. Then at like 2 a.m., we're woken up. I was on the bottom bunk. Joey was on the top bunk. We're woken up by this person like stumbling around out of bed. It was a girl trying to find the toilet and she could not. Oh, she, she, she thought tried, she found. She tried. So she was like opening the door to the toilet, but like she couldn't like open it because she was so drunk. And um, she's like yelling at people and stuff. Anyway, in the end, she just takes the quad in the middle of the dorm room and just starts like peeing everywhere. And it's like coming towards me in the bed, like all of our stuff's underneath my bed. It's like slowly like so getting soaked in. It was a huge <laughs> I don't think she peed all like night. Um, yeah, and we were just like laughing but like also trying not to laugh because she was like <laughs> yelling and like she was a bit aggressive so we're like we didn't want to like draw attention to ourselves um but yeah that's probably the like it doesn't sound as crazy now that I'm telling the story I'm pretty sure she tried to take a square like a sink in the at the front she, door she, she tried to she, piss she in that she was trying to climb up onto the sink at oh, one point too so anyway so then she passed out like in her puddle of urine <laughs> no she was in the bed and um joey went and got the like night security dude who came in and yeah, like but... cleaned it up for us it was very lovely yeah. <laughs> it was like, everyone else fully understand what i meant when i said oh there's a chick that you know is pissed on the floor he's like oh what do you mean she's intoxicated and that bro she's literally just pissed all over the floor <laughs> um yeah so that's probably my yeah. craziest travel story yeah. um it was like scary and fucking hilarious at the same time while we were living it anyway this woman this poor girl had no idea so the next morning she just wakes up and is like chatting to us like nothing happened telling us about the college she goes to and like her career aspirations and like I had a great chat with her the whole time just looking at her like how can you like like I did some questionable things in my like 18 to 21 years but I don't think I did anything anything Mm. like that so that's my craziest travel story the last question I've got for you, Joey, what would be your dream job if money didn't matter? Ooh, well, um, outside of, you know, playing quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, um, you know. Did I say that skill doesn't matter either? You like, didn't specify I didn't... that skill doesn't matter. You just said money didn't matter. <laughs> yes, good pay you right just, just buy it and sit then... on the sideline. They have lots of people that do that in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, playing Warhammer professionally. Um, would you want to do that though? Nah, probably not. It's a bit intense. It is very intense. Very intense. Um, I'd probably say what I'm doing now, to be honest. I love my job. I love my career. I love kicking indoors. I love running into fires. 
You only work two days a week. I only work two days a week. <laughs> so well, not at the moment. <laughs> um, Moolah on your days yeah. off. Um, but no, no I, I love my career. I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, it's not for everyone. I, I recognize that, but I thrive in it. I I love the chaos. I love being in there, being in a traumatic event and trying my best to help people out. Um, and yeah, it's just a great career. So love it. Mm. Yeah. That's about it. I thought that was going to be your answer. Because we've talked yeah. about this if we won like a uh, billion dollars in the lottery. The other one would be like maybe in the RAF as a, or in the army as a pilot. But Abby's shaking her head because she no. just doesn't like um doesn't like the idea of army life. But like growing up, probably that would be my second thing that I thought about doing outside of being a firefighter was being a pilot. But if you had a squillion dollars, you could just go be a pilot on the side. Yeah, but. Not shooting and blowing up stuff. I'm sure if you had enough money, <laughs> you could go sure. blow some stuff up, mate. We're not in America, mate. Well, you Australia, could be though. This is the this thing. Is yeah. <laughs> you had a squillion dollars. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd probably just do the career I'm doing now. Mm. Yeah. You? Um. Yeah, I just do what I'm currently doing, but I do it for free, so it was more accessible for everyone. Unfortunately, got to get paid. I got to get. <laughs> I got bills. Got some bills. Um, yeah, I would do it for free or well, like, you know, yeah. Well, if I had a, if I had money, like backing me up mm. and I'd also have like, you know, I'd be able to kind of like take my 10 year vision and just execute it now because <laughs> money doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and I do like retreats and all these like cool shit that you can do, um, when your business is thriving and you have heaps of money, I reckon. I thought that was going to be your answer. Yeah. Um. Cool. So that's us. I hope you've enjoyed this banter. Hope I didn't disappoint. No, I'm sure you were fine. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I got something out of it, so I'm sure the people out yeah. there did too. If you have any questions, shoot them to Abs. I'm quite an honest dude, and I really don't care about expressing what I'm feeling. Um. Hopefully, we'll get a few more in with me on it yeah we definitely will now yeah. that school's back and we, we have lives again um yeah no well i definitely the next one we're gonna do is definitely going to be talking about vasectomies yep. because when i talked about your vasectomy on my instagram there were so many questions and they actually surprised me because they were really simple questions because people just have no idea yes and no, your nuts don't get cut off, which I found out after I booked in. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, there's so many of you out there who want your partners to get one, and they are hesitant. Um, so we're definitely going to do that for our next episode. Yep. Um, and I'll put a call out for your questions. Um, on Instagram for that as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, thanks for hanging out with me, Joey. No, that's all right. Taking time out of your busy day. Got nowhere else to be. Um, and yeah, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it on Spotify or chuck us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, I'm gonna put all of those references of things we've talked about in the show notes, um, as well as ways that you can connect with me. Um, if you want to connect with Joey, you can do it through me because he doesn't, he believes the internet's going to steal his data. No, I just hate social media. <laughs> he doesn't have social media.